Off the Shelf. Hello, and welcome to the first installment of Off the Shelf, our new comic book review show here on Church of the Geek. This is Sam Blair uh, from Church of the Geek, and thank you for joining us. Uh, these are designed to be brief reviews of current books and series that we think you should check out. I'll be reviewing Sword Number 1 by the creative team of Al Ewing, Valero Schitty, and Marte Gracia. I had to look up how to pronounce Valerio Skitty's last name because it does not sound like it's spelled. So anyway, if you've been reading the X-Books since Jonathan Hickman started steering the franchise, you probably feel like I do. It's been amazing at times and downright disappointing at others. While House of X and Powers of Ten proved to be massively successful, the X of Swords event was tremendously disappointing in execution. Maybe that's the sophomore slump here, who knows? Now, while jumping into this point may seem tremendously intimidating, the new series Sword is a great place to start for new readers of X material as well as fans. In issue one, we see the setup for Sword right off the bat. Sword, which served as Shield's off-world intelligence and intervention agency, had abandoned their space station called the Peak. The Peak was taken over by Cyclops and Cable during the events of X of Swords and has now been commandeered by the mutants of Krakoa to serve as a platform for their off-Earth enterprises. Thankfully, the writers gave a quick two-page spread that provides us info on who was on the station and their roles. Many of these are secondary characters, so don't feel bad if you don't recognize them. More familiar faces will include Cable, he's young now by the way, and several teleporters, Blink, Lila Cheney, and Gateway. Lesser known and newer members include WizKid, a teenage technopath, and Risqué, who can generate gravity fields that can condense inorganic matter and project it with great force. SWORD, by the way, here stands for Sentient World Observation and Response Department and is therefore not linked to the SWORD you see in WandaVision, is instead linked to the comics and Earth 616, so don't expect continuity between the two. The premise of the first issue is to simply show what the mutant space program can do, which through the synergistic combination of powers and abilities amounts to being able to break more than one cosmic law. It seems to be a series less about fighting and more about doing incredible things creatively. How all this happens is the big payoff of the first issue. If you've read House of X and Powers of Ten, you know that the biggest advance in mutant civilization comes from mutants using their powers in complementary ways. In the past, we saw this in the famous Fastball Special, where Colossus throws Wolverine at something so he can stab it lots of times. Now, though, the mutants have advanced this into its own kind of technology. In Krakoa, five mutants are able to combine and enhance each other's abilities to bring back other dead mutants. And now in Sword, this is played out on a cosmic scale. Now, if the phrase mutant space program made you think this was going to involve weird spacecraft, I wouldn't blame you, but you'd be wrong. In S.W.O.R.D., mutants combine their abilities to achieve instantaneous universal transport and are even able to bring back some of the fundamental particles of the universe, which are called Kerbons, named for Jack Kirby, naturally. And how they do that is too long to explain, and frankly, it would spoil the whole thing, but it blows the mind of Magneto, who serves as the Krakoan emissary to the station. The writing is quick, with Ewing doing a great job of introducing us to these characters and their motivation while still maintaining a sense of mystery, and the artwork is top-notch. 
his takes on classic characters, especially Magneto, are fresh and welcome. Max comes off actually as a happy, almost grandfatherly figure rather than the glum stodgepot we often see in the other X-Books. And speaking of the other books, don't feel like you need to buy every other title just to know what's going on in S.W.O.R.D. Continuity between titles is, well, not a huge priority on Jonathan Hickman's run with the X titles. That can be a blessing and a curse. In this case, count it as a blessing. It's probably the best thing to come out of the whole X of Swords event, trust me. It certainly seems like S.W.O.R.D. will open up whole new areas for the mutants, as well as the Marvel Universe to explore. The Resurrection Protocols remove the limitation of death from the mutants, and now the limitations of the entire cosmos seem easily broken. This review is for Issue 1, and Issue 2 is out now, and both should be available at your local comic merchant of choice. That's all for this time. Check back with us again, and as always, Geek Be With You.